It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Toss-ups, the bottom line. The skull, skull, sets up. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, somebody! To off the mount with, with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Hey, hey, we gotta work the computer again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Off the Mat, ladies and gentlemen. Joining you every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Yeah, Central Time. I'm gonna go through all the time. I guess you could do 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Where's the UK time? It's a great question. You know what? We're gonna have to do like a like a round the world clock or something like that. Our producer maybe could get that for us. That Speedy could get. What about Japan time? Again, this is a Speedy kind of question. I think as the producer, (laughs) he's gonna have to have a world clock in his room. I think to tell us the different times. They used to have um. At Roosevelt Field Mall, they used to have in the Rolex store, they would have clocks from all different countries. And I'd be like, give us a crap. You know? <laughs> 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 no, I care about what this time is. But anyway, guys, thank you so much again for being here, right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Off the Mat, joining you again every single Tuesday night. I'm your host, Josh Silverberg. Of course, with me, my tag team. I can't do the show without them every single Tuesday. First up, uh, my co host, Alex Lowe's. What's happening, man? Nothing much, Josh. Uh, my dad just got home a couple days ago, so he's back until the season starts back up. And then I can't wait, to, can't wait to get into uh, the, uh, the the ladder match uh, from AEW Dynamite, uh, the G1 Climax 31 update. It's going to be a great show, so stick with us here the whole way through. All right, Speedy got it for us. 8 a.m. Japanese time. So for those of you that are joining us uh, early, good morning. What is it? Is it Konnichiwa? Is that what they say usually? Is that usually what they say in Japan? Is that, I, don't I don't know. know. Oh, you're a Dragon Ball Z kind of guy. Is that, you know, is that like, you know, I don't know if that's the way they go. I, 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 I don't know Japanese. Okay. So, well, However, then, I have <laughs> decided that I do want to take a class at Suffolk County Community College and start learning Japanese. There you go. Damn it, Speedy. It's 9 a.m., not 8 a.m. God's sakes. Come on, man. Anyway, our, <laughs> the other voice you hear, our other co-host, of course, um, and he actually, I, I, I want to hear about his experience. I don't know if Alex does too, about his experience at Comic-Con. He met a lot of people there at Comic-Con. And that's Mr. Lyle Gillen. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I am doing well. You know, so, wow. Do we say what happened now? Or? Oh, I mean, I was going to, I mean, I'm, you know what? I, w- I was going to say how, really quick before you get started, you know, I know, um, you know, uh, a lot of us have a lot of different things going on in our personal lives and everything like that. And we're always so busy and, you know, with stress or anything like that. But the beauty is when you come here from 8 to 10 p.m., you get to, you know, as they say, de-stress a little bit. And you talk about what you love and you kind of, you know, get to have that wrestling feeling again and hanging out with the boys, as they say. So it's kind of a nice thing to do for a couple hours and get out of life for a little bit and and, and, and come on here and everything like that to just, you know, shoot 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 the shit and, and, and talk wrestling. And you know what I'm saying? It's always a nice thing to, like I said, is to do. To distress, as they say, so it's nice. But um, 
Go for it, man. That's why I couldn't make it. Obviously, last week with stress, there's stuff going on and everything like that and everything. So I apologize that I was late. But uh, let's hear about your Comic Con stuff, man. You met a lot. You met Adam Cole. You you met a lot of things. You did a lot. Yeah, I met uh, MJF, who really wasn't that bad. Only thing he did was go. You're wearing a young bucks shirt and like scoff at it. But besides that, it it really okay. was very tame. Um. Then Darby Allen was really cool. Did he, he say pretty, anything? Yeah, he was pretty chill. Like, yeah. said a little bit. Uh, and then um, Adam Cole was just an extremely nice guy. That's what I figured. I can't he believe how over I, the I, top nice. I, I so he's so is he? I gotta ask you when you sent me the picture and I sent you the text. Holy crap! You're short. Is he? Is he really that short? Is he that like that small when you see him up close? You said I'm short? I, no, I'm saying I'm is Adam Cole short? One. No, is Adam Cole short? Because everybody always talks about how tiny he is. Yeah. Well, you are shorter than him. You're That's why next. I said you're I said, oh, crap. You know? <laughs> and, and you're sh- no. And every, but everybody always says how short he is. Like, they were, like, he's, like he's tiny. Oh. And then you were next to him. And well, I said, they built him at six foot. They built him at six foot and maybe six nine. Oh, you mean five nine. Five, nine? five nine, five nine, five nine. I was gonna say six. Five, nine, asking, five, that's 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 almost almost terrible. <laughs> I was gonna no, they build him at six feet in WWE. Yeah. Wow, I don't know about that one. I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, everybody used to talk about how small he is. Like he's not not the tallest guy. You know what I'm they saying? They were told he's six foot tall, but I, he's not. I don't know. Then you were next to him, and you looked sh- way shorter than he did. I was like, "Wow!" I'm, I'm surprised crazy. Lyle didn't get roasted by MJF. You know what? Honestly, he got roasted more by Matt Taven after hearing that answer than he did by MJF. <laughs> and that's disappointing. <laughs> like that should not happen. <laughs> like that should not happen. <laughs> and you know that's true. <laughs> I, I still wonder what does Matt Taven know about Maurice Curl that made him make that comment. He knew more than everybody else in the room did that day. Yep. <laughs> he, had to have, he had to have. For those who are listening and don't know, um, we can say the story again. Yeah. So Josh was meeting Matt Team and I was meeting Marty Skrull. This, this is before all the stuff about Marty came out. I'm wearing a Skrull shirt. He's wearing a Steven shirt. And um, Josh turns around. He's, he's shooting the breeze. And, um. Taven turns around and points to me that I'm, I'm the friend that he came with. And I turn around after meeting Skrull, and he sees him wearing a Skrull shirt. And he goes, Well, that guy must never get laid. He's <laughs> 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 talking, talking about my shirt. And then he, he, he you know, because you, with um, ROH, where you're doing the pictures, you have to use your own phone. So I'm scrolling to get the camera ready. He saw a picture of Melissa, and he's like, That's your wife? He goes, Good for you. I said, Jesus Christ. I said, you know, <laughs> show. I don't know if you would have came home. <laughs> but I was just, yeah, you know, I will say this. So we, we've been to shows at Hammerstein um, for Ring of Honor and for New Japan. And I got to say, um, that is true. Hawaii is not, yes. It's not a country, but the times are different. Yes. They're, they're, it's a I'm weird, well aware a weird of thing that it is. So he said, that's why it was at like midnight in college. <laughs> it's like their games are always at midnight. It's like the weirdest thing. But I thought ROH 
did a much better job at the at the Manhattan Center doing like the autograph session than New Japan did. I think it was what made it better was ROH got the room. Like that room in the back that made it spread out. New Japan just basically they got like this little area. Yeah, and they always have their own set up. It was crazy. Area. It was like so you had who's the referee they had? The referee, um French juice? No, the, remember the referee? It was his last um, tour. Oh, Tiger. I can't pronounce the last name. Um, it was Lance Archer, Tiger, and... Um, Tiger Hattori? Yes, yeah. thank you. And, um... Oh, my God. Uh, Ishii. No, it was Ishii, right? Ishii was there. Bushi was there. Lance Archer. Yeah, and then it was like... So you could walk right up to Ishii, uh, Tiger, and Archer... And Abushi was, it was time for him to come out. And it was like these three guys had nobody going to them. And Abushi had a line wrapped around the freaking center. Abushi. And it was just like, dude. Like, and, and then Lyle out of the blue, he goes, Holy crap, it's Sonata and Evil. He just finds Sonata and Evil just, just chilling there, just oh, yeah. on the floor, taking pictures with people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there. <laughs> Oh man, it was, but I just think Ray Navarro had a, um, I think a little bit of a better setup with the autograph stuff, but obviously New Japan was the better show. But anyway, um, I bring up Manhattan Center because uh, later on in the show at nine o'clock, we're going to get to GCW and the huge announcement that was made. GCW's going big time, going to Manhattan, going to New York City, going to the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is ginormous for them. But let's digress. Let's get into a little AEW guys and. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, it's kind of crazy when you 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 look at what's going on with AEW, and I I, I want to talk about the elephant in the room really quickly, and we're gonna get to WWE a little bit later at yeah. at around eight thirty. But how about the huge announcement that Tony Khan made, where he said, "Yeah, we're gonna have a buy-in on YouTube," and oh, by the way, one of our main matches is gonna be Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> like anybody's gonna want to miss out on that. That's yeah, exactly. Gonna a... Like yeah, we're we're gonna be so yeah. casual with it. Like oh yeah, bro, check us out on YouTube during SmackDown because we're gonna kick their ass on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: you can watch both. Yeah, you can watch one on your phone and you can watch one on um... exactly on TV. So I, they're not really competing. It's uh, not compete, but it's a nice. See what I mean? I try to get excited, have a little topic discussion, and Debbie Downer over here is, you know, just comes in and just, you know, he just half glass, half empty over here with me, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's why, you know, poo poo Mishu over here. So anyway, uh, you know, but to me, I think it's an awesome announcement to have Danielson and Suzuki go one on one with each other. I think that's a great idea by Tony Khan to kind of have a little bit of a pre-show. Um, it is a pre-show before Rampage because, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, we're going to get to the SmackDown stuff. Um, you know, and SmackDown, um, you know, remember they're extending an extra half an hour. Yeah, they are. From 10 to 10.30 and I believe they're, they're going commercial free as well. I believe. For that half hour or for the whole two and a half hours? I believe. No, it's just for the last half an hour. Yeah. I believe it's just the last half an hour they're going commercial free. I might be wrong about that, but I believe that their thing was they're not going to have commercials. But I'm trying to figure out. I, I I'm trying to figure out what made them want to do the extended half an hour. 
Did mm-hmm. they ever say why? No. They just felt like it. They just yeah. felt like it. I mean, it's just kind of... and I. So the thing is, I guess the AEWs had help. Like, they're not on Fox this week. They're on FS1. So mm-hmm. I guess that kind of makes it a little bit better. Um, because baseball's not going to be on... Baseball's on Fox Friday. Um, you know, when I look at the whole situation with AEW, though, I think basically... And, and you saw, if you didn't see the tweet that came out, so Tony Khan came up with the tweet that said, hey, now he didn't obviously name drop the company, but he said, I see you're extending your time. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada, went into it and everything like that. And he embraced it in the sense that I, you know, listen, this is what you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's just totally fine. And remember, there's no dynamite tomorrow. No. Saturday because of the NHL, mm-hmm. um, which is why. Their move to TBS is eventually going to help them because they don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. Like the NBA and the NHL pushing them. Like they yeah. focus on TBS and doing their stuff. But to me, I I thought it was a very good idea. And, and Tony kind of announced it on WFAN today that they were doing the buy-in stuff, which I thought was cool and interesting and everything like that. He always, it's weird. They always seem to, Moose and Maggie always seem to get Basically, like I, I didn't know. I don't know if they're huge wrestling fans or anything. I get. I think the producer might be a huge wrestling fan. That's why they get a lot of the AW guys that go on the show. And Tony Khan's been on the show a couple times actually. On Moose and Maggie. I mean, I don't. I don't like them personally, but I'm. I'm. To me, I think when you look at what, um, basically Tony Khan is saying is, look, guys, you know, they want to extend an extra half an hour. Good. So we'll put on a hell of a damn show. Hey, look, we're gonna put, we're gonna put on Bobby Fish and uh, Brian Danielson. And a single smash. Think about Brian Anderson in the next two days on Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. is going to get Minoru Suzuki and Bobby Fish back to back days. Those are going to be incredible matches just because of the skill style both competitors have. I mean, it's going to be neck and neck, even with Minoru Suzuki, who is very physical in the ring. I know Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan can take a lot of physicality. So it's definitely going to measure up. No, absolutely. And I think when you look at the situation in the sense that they're really, you know, Brian Anderson is going to earn every single match that he can to get back to the heavyweight championship picture, right? Like this is what it's going to lead to, the full mm-hmm. gear. And have their match at full gear. Um, and they're going to push him. Like you said, he beat Nick Jackson last week. And then he's got Suzuki Friday. And then yep. he's got Fish Saturday. Like he's going to constantly compile win after win after win after win to become that number one contender in the rankings. Like, this is what they're going to do, I think. And then eventually it's going to lead to the whole full gear match, which is going to make total sense because, you know, if you notice, he's wrestling a lot these last few weeks, Danielson. He's wrestling Mm -hmm. a lot. They're trying to stack as many matches for him as possible so he can get to that number one ranking before the full gear pay-per-view in November. So, you know, I mean, and I think it's very smart of Tony Khan to take advantage of any sense of social media. Like I said, he's got a YouTube with a buy-in. Yep. I got to fit matches in for Danielson. All right, let me have a buy-in, and I'll put him against Minoru Suzuki. Great opponent for him to go against, a top competitor in this world, in the wrestling business. He's somebody that I think is doing a smart – it's a very good, shrewd move by Tony Khan to get as much out of Danielson as possible, where to the fans it will make sense once full gear rolls around mm-hmm. for sure. Um Alex, quickly, what are your thoughts first on that? I think it's going to be an interesting way to have 
Daniel Bryan rack up win after win after win each week towards full gear up until the pay-per-view because it, it would make sense only to keep him on a hot winning streak so that he looks strong and that he looks good. I think when you're putting him up against really top-tier talent, like you put him against Nick Jackson, put him against Bobby Fish, you put him against Minoru Suzuki, they're probably going to put him up eventually against Matt Jackson. They're probably, I don't know if they'll put him up against Cole. I think obviously you want to save Cole. Yeah. Save face with that. Maybe they haven't faced like Gals or Anderson or something like that. Or something like that continually, you know, do that. Lyle, what are your thoughts on the whole way they're building Danielson to this match at full gear? Um, well, two things. One, uh, I think they're building him very well. But two, I don't think that they're going to be having him at full gear. I think that it, uh, Hangman is going to have his match at full gear. Oh, so you did. They're just completely just scripting it now. Because I remember we were talking about them definitely doing Danielson at full gear. Well, that was before... Hangman came back and won the casino about uh casino ladder match. So then, what is who does Danielson have going up against him at full gear? Then we'll have to wait and see. Maybe Cole. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think Cole would be facing Jungle Boy, huh? Again, yeah, I think that makes sense. Maybe do well, it. You, like could, you could throw in Christian Cage against Brian Danielson. No, I mean, well, they're friends, so that wouldn't make sense. Um, I think the other thing I want to get to. Brian Punk versus the Bucks. Do that. I want to see. I am curious if Punk ever does get involved with the Elite. I'm waiting for that day to happen, and I'm I'm going to be very intrigued by it when it does. I think it'll be fun when it does. Yeah. If oh, 100%. Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. I'm waiting for him and MJF to go at it. So I'm really. Oh, that will be legendary. Because yeah. those two are going to be so the chemistry between the two and the oh, mic yeah. work. The two of them together would be fantastic. I think they're saving it for when MJF is the champion. I could listen. Smart. I think it's a great move. I think it's a smart move. And when you look at the, you know, and eventually that's. So if Hangman is facing Kenny at full gear, do we think we think Hangman wins the match, right? Yeah, it's full gear. It's it's named after his bit on BTE. It's a hundred percent. I think him gonna be winning. This is what what's what's the I forget what the the the. I forget what kind of tour they call it when they like a well, not a comeback tour, but it's a different kind of name. Um, but you try to fix things. I'll think of it after. Um, Ten oh one, you'll think of it. Probably that's that is probably gonna happen. I'm gonna be so pissed. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna ask you about the new title that was unveiled, the women's TBS championship. Yeah. Do you like the design? Because me personally, I don't. I think it's like a, a exact carbon copy of the TNT championship. I think they could have gone a, a different route and just uh, unveiled it with a different design, a whole different layout. Go first, Lyle. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, I feel like it was kind of obvious it was going to be a similar looking title. Um, but I think it looks better with the blue ribbon than it does with the red. The only thing I don't like about it is the T- TBS logo in the middle. Looks terrible. Yes. Yeah, it does. Everything oh. else looks, I think, great on it. Yeah, I agree. I, I was going to say exactly what Lyle said. I think the TBS thing, it's just, it's like an, it's like an eye hose. It's an eye sore when you look at it. It says hose. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's an eye sore. Listen, it's an eye sore. It's, it's just, I, I agree with Alex. They could have went a little bit of a different direction with it, but in the end, I listen, 
my curiosity is so when they go to TBS, obviously the TNT title is still going to be called the TNT title, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rampage is still going to be on. Gotcha. Oh, and that would make sense. Okay, no, I was just about wanting to make sure that. So the other big question and the big topic that's being discussed about the Saturday Night Dynamite this week is who is Andrade bringing with him for the AAA championships against the Lucha Bros, Penta and Ray Phoenix? Dragon Lee and, Dr- and Drastico, Drastico, I think his name is. Yeah. yeah. So I originally, I thought it'd be Roosh awesome, but then a lot of people commented on my thing, which is cool. It was awesome. And and we had a conversation about it that I forgot that Roosh's contract doesn't expire until January, and he's hurt anyway. Um, I don't think that matters. Dragon Lee is also contracted, and he, and he just showed up in AAA. Well, that's what yeah, it is. I think if, to... he, if he has like a one-off match, kind of, when you think about like just have one-off match. In I don't, it's not going to be one-off. You think it'll be a few? Uh, it's going to be a prolonged thing. He, uh, Tony Khan proposed a uh, AAA um, story for the tag team titles, uh, and they signed off on it. So I don't think it's going to be a short-term thing. All I know and is that before the... telling a, a story for uh, for a bit. All I know is that before the match, you should smoke a blunt and watch Ray Phoenix and Dragon Lee go at it. And see if you could catch up with it. <laughs> now maybe, maybe, I can, maybe I can come over and we can do that. That would be awesome because I'd be, that would be trippy shit. <laughs> if you go on that route. Can you imagine trying to keep up with those two? Like, it's just like, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be like, watch this and go like, because they're so similar, right? Like the two of them are, they're, they're the carbon copies of one another. And to me, it, it, it's insane that, you know, and we, we've we seen Dragon Lee before live. Um, we saw him at, uh, at the G1 show where he he won. Also, did we see him at Hammerstein? I don't know if he was at Hammerstein, but... Uh, For Ring of uh, Honor. Was he? He might have been. That was a weird card. Like, there were so many different moving parts <laughs> to that card. It was like, there were no-name people that were like, ay, ay, ay. You know, like the Beer City Bruisers were like coming out and beating the crap out of everybody. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I mean, it was just. But that was we got to see at G One. We saw Dragon Lee win the um the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship over uh, Taiji um, Shimori, and um, he's the uh, ROH champion right now, um, Bandito. Mm-hmm. So, um, which that match though should have gotten, and I am on record of saying this. The tag team match that night should have gotten less time, and that IWGP Junior Championship match should have gotten more time than it did. It was too short with those three, because that was magic happening in the ring with those three. And the cool thing was what they did was they had a, a rep from each company, right? Like Dragon Lee at the time was in AAA, uh, Bandito was in ROH, and Taiji was in New Japan. So it was kind of a cool thing that they brought the three companies, the three brands together in that match to go at it in that match. And again, I thought that the, that was a great match that night, an underrated match for sure. Um, so, but it will be interesting. I think obviously whoever Andrade brings in, the, I think that's who is going to win. Um, I think Andrade is going to be a distraction somehow. Let's be real here. The Lucha Bros are on a ridiculous, um, you know, mm-hmm. the Lucha Brothers to me are on a ridiculous run right now. That it's the best run they've had in AEW, and they've had some yeah. great runs. This is Do you think that uh, 
Andrade, he makes it a faction, and he makes him uh, lost in Carmen I think so. I fully expect it. What, like the LIG, with the R, kind of like the ROH version of it that they had back at the original, original one? No, more like his CML version. Okay, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like, kind of like the original, original one. Yeah, that's the one that had like Roosh in it and everything mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, that's going way better. That'd be awesome if that's the case. Because the thing is, I mean, we're waiting. Roosh can join. Yeah. yeah. Listen, if contract's up in December. I mean, look, I, if, if AEW got Roosh, that would be. I mean, that's game. I mean, that's huge if they get Roosh. Because Roosh to me is extremely talented um, heavyweight wrestler. I mean, obviously, you know, oh, yeah. just what I mean, he would obviously like a guy that I really could see him fitting in very well with. It's crazy. Is Brian Danielson is with Roosh. I could see that being really good. I think mm-hmm. those together are very similar styles. That when you look at it, um, Roosh was utilized as good as anybody in ROH. Um, he got a championship push. He's the one that beat Matt Taven. For the Ring of Honor World Championship. What's his name in eight seconds? Yeah, Dalton Castle. Yep. Dalton Castle in eight seconds. That was so they were pushing him to the moon. Because you have to remember, he had just come over mm-hmm. from um CMLO. He had just come over. So they were trying to push him like crazy to the top in ROH. And they figured, oh, let's let him beat a former Ring of Honor world champion in eight seconds. Like that that's at Madison Square Garden. That's genius. That's how you push somebody. Um he lost the championship, I believe, to PCO. PCO. Um, that was, was terrible. It was awful. Listen, I like PCO as much as the next guy, but I don't think he should have been champion. They did it because they weren't doing well and they wanted like because he, he, he was over. He was over. He and they had buzz, and it was just a weird. I mean, like PCO is a crazy sob. We know this um, and everything like that. But uh, so. Lyle, give us thoughts. Alex, what are your predictions on who you think could be the one that Andrade brings in as his tag team champ, mm. as his tag team people? We gave you two of them. Actually, technically three of them, but one of them can't show up because he's hurt. <laughs> I mean, you could go with uh, Bandito from Ring of Honor. That'd be interesting. I, I mean, he, he's not in the So the thing is, he's not in the group. No, he's not. Or you could just throw in somebody that uh, maybe. Um, Chavo himself, Chavo Guerrero. It's two masked wrestlers. It's two masked wrestlers, yeah. Oh, my God. They should bring in Psycho Clown from AAA. Oh. Oh, my God. What is the the name of Roosh and Dragon Lee's father? (laughs) Hold on. I'll look it up. Give me a second. I'll look it up. I mean, you could. Who else could I think of as a masked wrestler you'd bring over? Trying to think, like, who else it could be, like, from any company. Come uh, on, man. Yeah. Nice. So, Atara Munoz is the father. I wouldn't be shocked. He was in uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they remember, too, they, they used they used uh, Bandito at the All Out show the, for the original, original, original. All In? All In. I always do that. All In. At the original All In show, way back when. He was using that main event with Rey Mysterio and Ray Phoenix against the Young Bucks mm-hmm. and Kota Bushi, the Golden Elite. So, I mean, they do have kind of have a relationship already. Um, it's an interesting discussion. It sucks that we have to wait till Saturday for this. 
Yeah. You know, it's really frustrating. All right. So we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we have our 2019. Yep. That is the one we were at. So when we come back, we'll do that. I just want to get into the WWE conversation. The Queen of the Ring tournament. The way it's being booked. Is this possibly the right way? And if so, what do you think they're doing correct? And if not, who are they screwing over in all of this? All right, we're going to get to all that and some more WWE conversation when we come back right here off the mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. This is the worst town I've ever been in. No! Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yeah, we are back for the second half of the first hour right here on Off the Mat on the World Wide Sports Radio Network. I'm your host as always, Josh Silverberg, along with me at this time, Alex Lowe's and Lyle Gillen, which be PD on the board. By the way, we got to do two things. One... Here's how you can listen to our show every single week. You download our app. Here's what you do. If you have an iPhone, you download it on, on the Apple Store. Type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. Check us out there. You can download it. It's completely free. You get all of our shows, our show schedules, our articles from all of us here at the, at the network. Um, if you're driving, you can listen to the audio feed. You can have a smart speaker. Uh, just have them play WWF Soto Worldwide Sports Radio or the show name. Have them do it that. Hold on. Hold on. I want to read a tweet. I'm really sorry. That's okay. So, Brian Danielson tweeted. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the tweet I want to, I want to read. It's the one after this, but I got to read you this one to mm-hmm. let you understand the next tweet. Brian Danielson tweeted, In 2004, I wrestled Minoru Suzuki one-on-one. He beat the shit out of me. Showed me what violence and sadism inside a wrestling ring looks like. Since then, I've learned a thing or two about violence myself and sadism. Exciting to show, excited to show Mr. Suzuki what I've learned. Well, somebody replied to him. Good luck. Yeah, after, really, seeing a few, after seeing a few matches that Suzuki had in AEW, he's very dangerous in the ring. Due to your injuries, you shouldn't be wrestling at all. Say goodbye to Bree and your children because this might be your last match in your career or the end of your life. Christ. (laughs) Like a threat and a half. Um, But uh, I don't remember what it was. Uh, Thank you for the network. (laughs) Check us out on WorldWideSportsRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, you name it. We were on it. Also, Alex, if you want to plug in the uh, the website too for the sh- for the show as well. Yes, the Optimat WWSRN website. The link is in our Twitter description. You click on that, go to it'll take you to the page. We have a show and pay per view schedule for the months of September leading into October. We have a show archive page for that features all of our past shows we have done here on Optimat. Also, we have a special guest interview page where you can see all these special guests we've had on our show. 
Also, I added a new page, the ACW American Combat Wrestling page. If you click on that page, you'll get to see a bunch of photos and an inside uh, insider interview. content out um and be sure to keep tuning in each and every tuesday night awesome and and there was something else i forgot to say and shame on me it was a special person on the show's birthday yesterday it was yes his birthday. yes it was <laughs> yes it the was his 24. and he's 24 now so I, I will say first off, what did you do yesterday for your birthday, sir? Uh, I, I I worked early in the day, and then after that, went to P.F. Chang's with my mom and dad. for P.F. Chang's! What'd you get there? The orange chicken? No. I, 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 I always get the sesame chicken. It's got the sesame. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I will say this. Like I said, once you're past 21, you know... I mean, no offense. It's like, I guess until you're like 30 is your next one. That's like 50, you know? So, I mean, I, I had my, my 30th was in April. So, you know, like I said, but listen, and I know you're going to um, Universal. Universal on Thursday. Yep. I will tell you, um, do you have you been on the new, the new Hagrid one? Nope. Uh, last time I tried to get on it, it was uh, it was a uh, uh, online queue only. Like you oh. had to, you had to sign up on your phone and then come back at this time. Like it would say like come back at like five o'clock. Well, because it's so packed, it's yeah. so crowded. So they're trying to like because honestly, if they didn't, so when I went um, and I asked somebody, why do you only do the virtual? They said if we didn't have the virtual one, there'd be a four hour wait. <laughs> Which they're not wrong. I wrote it. It's freaking. Awesome, you know what I'm saying, and then the Velocicoaster was cool too. Yeah, that was a soft opening. Last time I was there, that was in soft opening. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, but if you do that, everything like that, get yourself a nice butter beer. Go to um. You know uh, what? I wish I wish they still had TNA there. I'd go to a show. Well, no, you see, so if you went on a Monday or a Tuesday, you could have started our free kid. <laughs> impact impact from uh, from the universe. You, you see, seen. I was at WrestleMania 20. I was there. I saw the Undertaker come back into Phenom gimmick. You see, That's right? I did. And I, you see, I was a WCW guy. Okay, I was. I was a WCW guy. Sting That's right. was my guy. When the hell did I sound like a ninety-five-year-old man who sounded toothless? When did that happen? You always sound like. <laughs> You when see? You see? I sound like I'm senile. Like I need <laughs> 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 um, hey! You know, I'm just saying. So, like I said, um, do Josh imitations the rest of the show now. That's fine. You go for it if you want. That's what makes you feel better, man. <laughs> you know, my my wife does not very well, so it's funny. So it's you know. It's um, but one thing to get into a little bit um into WWE right now. Um, mm-hmm. this has been just yeah, it's bothering me. And, and here's the thing, and the the these guys 
these guys know this. I never. I usually let the two of them do like the creating of like the topics that we're going to do, mm-hmm. like that. I, I I never request to talk about anything really. Like I go with the flow. These guys know that. What was really been bothering me? Let's. We all know the reason why you wanted to talk about this, okay? Because you want to see more do drop. Oh god. Well, first <laughs> off, Piper Niven is a very first off. On Piper your, Niven is is great. No, Dewdrop. Dewdrop is garbage. No, nah, they just need to give us. Uh, they need to give us Braun Breaker. Hollow, if you hear me. Do you realize? Do you realize? <laughs> no, you, you get what I mean. It's like it's Scott Steiner's son. Or yes, yes, Rick, yes. No, Rick, Rick, Steiner, Steiner, Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner's. That's the ju- that's the dog with the barking. Yep. <laughs> but hey, he is talented though, Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. I hate the name, but he's very good though. But um, so I believe I was going through the times of the matches. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Carmelo Liv Morgan can put up a decent match. Yep. Two minutes and 15 seconds they got yesterday. What? No. Yeah. Do you realize Roman Reigns' entrance was longer than the match? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you- it, was, it was longer than every single match. <laughs> I mean, I believe the Natalia Dewdrop match was three minutes. And yet they're trying to make this like I think Shayna Baszler got under two minutes with her match with Dana. And then and then you have a huge upbeat superstar in Tony Storm coming on, losing to uh Zelina Vega. Yeah, that's 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 how you book. Right? This is what I have never understood about these. King of the Ring or Queen of the Ring tournaments. I now, think he lost Speedy. Where'd he go? They always Did take, we lose Speedy? I think they we, always yeah. They always take guys who are mediocre and put them in it. How the hell are you a king of anything if you're barely even in the mid-card picture? True. Well, that, that would never made sense to me. Well, that would that would explain why why Monday Night Raw got one point eight fifty six million viewers. October, no, 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 no. They got one point five. 5. October five. Yeah. October. No, 5. no they got one point five. One point five. One point five eight. Big difference between one point five eight and one point eight five. Well, and I will say, that I don't know if you saw the report that um, because the tickets at the Coliseum. Are are not selling are not the Coliseum at the um, Ooh. um UBS the, Arena the, yeah the UBS Arena if you see it um so Monday Night Raw tickets are not selling like 70%. well thirty percent yeah so they have now added Roman Reigns to it's, the show I, I think it's kind of pathetic on their part it is pathetic they're desperate they need they need ticket sales which but is that's going to help them sell tickets that's what they did last time when they couldn't sell out the Garden because an AEW blew by them in Arthur Ashe. They're like, oh, okay, let's add John Cena. That still didn't work. Okay, it didn't work because the they didn't even put John Cena on the freaking main card on the show. Exactly. They put him in a dark match. <laughs> <laughs> you have John Cena in the building and you put him in a dark match. Are you serious? That's like having the Undertaker in the building. Yeah, we're going to put him in a dark match. All right, Speedy, are you ready? Yes, yes, Speedy yes. Ready. Are you ready? Okay. I put we put together a little something for Alex, Speedy and I did. Well, I guess we'll cool out too. Um we put together a little something for Alex that I wanted to do for him. Um now I didn't want to sing. I don't think Lyle was definitely in the mood to sing. 
So Speedy? this is the best you're going to get, Alex. So, Speedy, whenever you're ready, you could start. Listen. There you go, Alex. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, nice little song there, courtesy of myself, Lyle, and... Appreciate you guys. Happy birthday, man. Oh, what was I going to tell you guys? Did, uh, did you see this image on Thank Instagram? Thank you, Speedy, by the way. Appreciate it. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, I saw this image on Instagram earlier today where a fan was at SmackDown, and half of the arena was empty. Yes, that is true. So that was another thing I wanted to bring up. They only had about 3,500, I believe, people at San Fr- in San Francisco mm-hmm. for their show. Pretty bad attendance. Which is a yeah, bad attendance. Awful. And then the excuse from a lot of people was, well, San Francisco is not really a big wrestling crowd. Okay. Even so, the fact that you could even get 4,000 people in your stadium is... Were the Giants playing? That was it, too. Now, that's another thing I'm going to give WWE the benefit of the doubt because the Giants were playing the Dodgers in the playoffs, which mm-hmm. is a big freaking deal. First off, the two of them are rivals. One, two, they've never played each other in the playoffs before. Um, three, the Giants are a legitimate World Series contender. So therefore, that's why the fans were like, yeah, no, we're not going to go to WWE. We're going to watch the Giants play the Dodgers <laughs> instead, you know, yeah. because that's a smart thing to do. <laughs> and we go just watch it on and TV. And, you know, there's going to be people who are like, oh, well, you know what, wrestling fans aren't being really them. In the baseball, it's a different type of crowd. But here's the thing. A WWE crowd is kids. Who's taking the kids? Their dads. And who watches baseball? The dads. Well, maybe the moms do. My wife watches baseball. You, you've you made her go from a Yankee fan to a Mets fan. That's right. That is, like, torture. Really? The way the Yankees have been playing. I mean, now you got the Astros Red Sox and the ALCS. Watching that is, like, torture. <laughs> <laughs> the Yankees... the Red Sox and the Astros. The Yankees didn't just spend $500 million in the offseason <laughs> and then miss the playoffs. That's fine. Also, again, not a sports show, but at the same time, <laughs> but the Yankees, the Yankees are always World Series a bust. That's always been the case because that's how the fans. You're produce. right, but as a fan, I would rather have a team make the playoffs than. Nah, I. You know what? Honestly, I, I like rooting for underdogs most of the time because honestly, when a team does make the playoffs and they do have fun, honestly, it makes it worth more while. It's a different vibe. Like when the Jets went to back-to-back AFC Championship games, it was fun. What's the that? City was WWE a WWE team. What's that WWE tag team? Which one? There's a few of them. The one with the red solo cups that they bring out? Oh, um... Street Profits. Street Profits, yeah. They bring out the red solo cups. Yes. Wrestling related. Yeah, exactly. So, but to me, um, when I look at it, I think, um, you know, the situation is... It's tough when you, you know, have to battle that, right? Like... You're in a city where the team is in the in the National Division Series against the rivals. So, it, it, like I said, I will give the WWE the benefit of the doubt. Um, as far as this Queen of the Ring stuff, to me, it's quite disturbing because what you're trying – like, Car- I'm sorry, Carmella and Liv Morgan can give you a pretty solid five-minute match. And it was only they give two you five minutes. minutes. They can give awful. you five minutes. I mean, give them two minutes and 19 seconds. Are you for real? Are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Like – 
to me, it just it didn't make sense at all. Like, do drop and natty. It guy sounds like it was it. half-assed. It was just thrown together. <laughs> Remember back the new when the vignettes would happen when a new superstar was coming, mm-hmm. they would talk about this. So my day growing up, I mean, honestly, Nathan Jones had one of the best ones in WWE when he was in the prison. I, I thought that was one of the coolest, the coolest ones. Honestly, I mean, Goldust way back in the day, Goldust when he was in Hollywood in different parts of California. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Razor Ramon was in different parts in like they were filming him in Florida and stuff like that. You know, to be in little, you know, you know, in little Havana. And everything like that, I thought it was a nice touch. Those are like, where are those vignettes anymore? Like Tony Storm was at one point one of the most popular women's wrestlers mm-hmm. out there. She won the Mae Young Classic. She was the UK, the NXT UK champions. She was very much over, and she's non-existent at this point. And she's losing to Selena Vega now. It to me that this doesn't make any sense on how you build. Um, the way somebody should be built, and you know, like there was no vignette about her at all. Do you all. remember what I always said about um, where I said AEW and WWE are not competing product to product? Nope, they are competing with getting talent, and the way that they take talent from NXT to the main roster is what makes that biggest difference, and is what will show talent when they have to sign places how they will be used in the future. And for a while now, they've kind of proven they don't know what the hell to do with anybody that comes up from NXT. And now you're seeing guys and I think Adam Cole was really the, the big one to do it. Instead of going up to the main roster, he decided to leave and go to AEW. Now you have guys like <clears throat> Lee Moriarty, who I think would have been a perfect bowl for WWE and what they want in their, in their future right now. Nope, he went to AEW. They, they, just how they manage top talent is going to... It, it is going to affect them mm-hmm. in their future with getting top talent and to come in. Because why should they trust this company? If they're going to come up and they're going to be dog shit once they go to the main roster. I mean, let's look at it in this perspective. I mean, Adam Cole, they legitimately wanted him to change his name and cut his hair and make him his look look different. Right away, I'm saying not that. I don't want that. Well, okay. I don't he, – he didn't confirm – oh, no. He didn't confirm the manager thing. He confirmed that part. Um but the biggest reason why he left was his Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he makes money off of it. That and he enjoys doing it. He enjoys doing it. He did it with um, Tyler, Tyler Breeze, Xavier Woods, and Cesaro. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. He, did it with um, he does it with Evil Uno every now and then, I think, too. He did, did it with him recently. And now he's back doing BT again, which he enjoyed doing. He's, yeah. He likes being on social media. That's essentially what he likes to do. And, and he, he's very I, I, I subscribe to Adam Cole's Twitch account. He's like the friendliest guy in the world. He will sit there for the first half hour and just talk to his subscribers. Just talk to them. Does he, he talk it, to you? Uh, uh, <laughs> no. he, might, he might have talked to you. You might have went to the bathroom or something. When you no, he, it goes by very quickly. 
So, like, the people who've been there for a while, he knows their real names. Yeah. And when he sees them come by, he'll talk to them more. But it goes, but he has so many subscribers now, it goes by so, your name will scroll by so quick that it's really hard to get seen. But he, he sits there and he just talks to people for a half hour. Um, and you can see the genuine joy in his face and when he's talking to them. I told him when I met him that I was a subscriber and he got so excited to, like, I could see it in his face how excited he was. Um, but no, he's just such a genuinely nice guy. Um, and his Twitch, I feel, matters to him. And and doing this with, with the fans matters to him. That's one no. thing I regret yeah. during WrestleMania weekend is we could have... We could have gone up early one day to go meet him at the superstore. He had an autograph that Sunday morning. Um, that's one thing I regret not doing. Um, but one day, hopefully, I'll meet Adam Cole, and it'll be cool. And should have came to Comic Con. You would have hit in the corner crying with how many people were there. Well, probably because I have my kid is on the way. I mean, yes, I'm trying to be as cautious as possible. I know, but <laughs> you still would have went ran in the corner, freaked out, had a panic attack. And no, time. see, that's the thing. Everybody says I, I – everybody always assumes that I would do that. You know, like, honestly, like, look at, at Grand Slam. I wore I, – I had an N95 and another mask on top of it, and I didn't take it off the entire five hours I was there or whatever it was. That's fine. I wasn't angry. I, I got a test a couple of days later, and I was negative. So, in the end, it, you know, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I survived. I went to Universal Studios. I didn't hide in the corner. You know? Stayed. Walked oh, around. I'm going to talk to your dad about that one. I don't believe you. What happened? I'm going to have to talk to your dad about that one. Go I ahead. Let me I tell you. Ran. I think you're surprised. Oh, my God. No one's wearing a mask here? No, you'll be very surprised. A lot of the people that were wearing masks here because they're not from the state of Florida. No offense, Alex. But that's, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I and honestly, like. You know, I, I was surprised at how many were wearing masks. But again, it's all about you have to be cautious with this stuff, man. It's it's like because you know, God forbid, like if I have it and I give it to Melissa or something like that, then it's like the whole you know what I'm saying? Like who knows what happens at that point? You know not. You know, so it's like that's why I have to feel cautious. So listen, I would love to have gone to con I, I've never been to a Comic Con before. I would like to go at some point, one time in the near future. I've always talked about going. Um, just never have gone around to it. But listen, it looks like a lot of fun. Something I would be very interested in going to. I would probably have a ton of fun doing mm-hmm. it. Hopefully, maybe by next year, maybe I could check it out and stuff. But then we'll see what happens. Seems like AEW has a great relationship now with Comic Con, which is awesome. So it's, um, be nice for the you know, so it's good for the future. So who knows? Maybe there'll be even more people next year that go to it because of the yeah. the time they've got a panel there. They, a panel there the last, they did a panel there at the last Comic Con in 2019. And um, was that the one where Cody and Jericho fought? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. And then like M- Moxie was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think he knew about it, so he was confused. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably drinking. Oh, man. All right. Well, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into John Moxley. And we're going to get into what happened over the weekend. And my goodness, what a GCW show that was over the weekend. We saw forbidden doors open left and right. 
on that show. And it was an amazing, amazing event. I got to see it. I watched the entire event. It was great. Um, there were some familiar mm-hmm. faces there. There were friends of our show that were there. So it was cool to see. We'll get into... Yes, I actually did watch it because it was some jackass basically posted the entire thing on YouTube. <laughs> so I did watch it, schmucko. <laughs> I told you that was going to happen. Yeah, like, they literally posted it on YouTube like an hour after the show was over. It was all there. Everything. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, just see them not give a shit. No, they don't care. They, they expect it. I mean, let's be... Come on. Let's be real. They're, they're probably thankful that that's happening because it gives them more free advertisement. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? So, But they also had a huge announcement that we're going to talk about when we come back right here on Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Are you ready? Now welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the first half of the second hour here on Off the Match. When you every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Worldwide Sports Network, the only wrestling talk show every single night. And GCW had an epic show. Before we get to that, here's how you could listen to our show and all the other shows that we have here. Download our app. If you have an iPhone, you you could click on the Apple Store, type in WSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports, click download. You get all of our shows, our articles. If you miss a show, you can rewatch or re-listen to it, see some clips, listen to the audio feed if you're driving, as well as listen to us on the smart speakers. Well, Worldwide Sports Radio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, you name it. We're on it, as well as the website that Alex runs. Um, it's called, um, was it? Off the Map WWSRN. Beautiful. So check that out. Everything is on there for you from interviews, uh, past show episodes. All of our stuff is there. Miles and everything. Um, so before we get to the GCW show that happened between John Moxley and Nick Gage, um, there was a massive, massive announcement that was made. An awesome promo by GCW to have some of those guys. And, of course, there was uh, the female there, too. Um, you have them do a promo about how they can't be a wrestler. They were not going to be made for this company, not be made for this brand or anything Pause. like that. There was a female in the promo. Ally Catch? Probably, yes. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was really what was bothering you? I, for a second, I didn't, I didn't know if you were talking about the, the female that sh- surprisingly showed up to the event. No, and... that would be Chelsea Green. No, no, no. She was not in the promo. I was talking about someone else. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out who that someone else is after. So, uh, yeah, I know. Thunder Rosa. I know. Hardy Harbaugh. I know. Who, <laughs> I know who that is. Um, let me get there. Um, pretty much. So, they did an awesome promo at the Hammerstein Ballroom. And they had the wrestlers' voices in the background saying that they never thought they could make it in the wrestling business. They're not meant for it. Nick Gage and all the other wrestlers, or even Matt Cardona. So I guess they're really making him a part of... Um, you know what he should have done in, in, when he spoke? 
attacked Nick Gage. No, he should have just flat out said, none of these marks are going to make it. Oh. <laughs> I think it was meant to be and a then it worked in their promo. Well, but yes, like, I get that would be that a complete kind of thing. But, but I will say this. Um, and of course, I wish I could go. Um, my son will be born literally a couple weeks um, after, uh, before the event. So I will not be able to make that, of course. That, that, but hopefully in the future, I'm sure GCW will be doing a lot more events at the Hammerstein Ballroom because this event is going to be phenomenal. It's going to sell really well. That they're going to do more events in the Manhattan Center, I would think. Um, it's going to be a great atmosphere for sure. It's going to be a different atmosphere. It's going to feel like an ECW kind of, kind of night when you look at the way it's going to be set up, the way the fans will be, everything like that. Um, but the show itself over the weekend was great. I mean, you had you had ROH involved, then you had AEW involved with Thunder Rosa, and then you had Leo Rush coming back to GCW, where he originated from with um, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. PWG was another one he grew up with, and then you had the Briscoe brothers showing up out of left field, challenging for the tag team championships, and and then of course. Chelsea Green helping out uh, Matt Cardona. And then, and, um, of course, John Moxley and Nick Gage tore the roof off the freaking joint with their match. It was ridiculous how great it was. I mean, Moxley didn't even get a chance to even get his name introduced. He was already hit with a light bulb, too, before the match even you know began. <laughs> and then uh, all hell broke loose at that point. I thought, and then, of course, you awesome to have a legend like Mick Foley there, too. I think that was a great get by GCW. And he finally got to meet Thunder Rosa. Yes, he's been. I know he literally has on Twitter. If you see his Twitter, he always, you know, and now he's fighting with Britt about it. <laughs> Britt about it, uh, which is hysterical. But um, great home. That was a home run. Home run tonight. That night. For GCW, Lyle, what were your thoughts on the event as a whole? Because to me, I thought they knocked out of the park with that event. Um, I thought they did a great job. Um, my only gripe with it is that I expected the Moxley Gage match to go longer. Um, I did not expect it to end when it did. I'm not sure if Moxley was bleeding like a motherfucker, but I don't think a uh. GCW would care about that to stop a match. Maybe it was an AEW reason why they stopped it. I don't know, but I'm just like spitballing now. But uh, I definitely I mean, he thought was that pretty good though. He was bleeding uh, a lot. Oh yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know if they really care GCW about that stuff. That's why I think maybe they were doing it because AEW doesn't want getting too hurt. I don't know, but. Um, I don't know. I thought that match ended too quickly. I expected it to go longer. I'm kind of wondering, and this is just me because Tony Khan was in New York yeah. for, in, for an interview in person with um, Moose and Maggie. I'm wondering if maybe he was backstage at the GCW at the uh, GCW show, possibly because you know it was in Jersey in Atlantic City. You know, Moxie was there, Thunder Rosa was there. When was uh, the show? The show at Saturday. Saturday. No. I'm going to say no, because he was at the Jaguars game the next day. Was he? That's unfortunate <laughs> for his sake. Um, but um, 
you know, like I said, this is why he's a terrible owner. He's a great wrestling guy, and he's a terrible sports owner. I mean, this is like, you know, he's focused so much on AEW. <laughs> Not that Jack was making any. He's better. not the owner, though. He's a partial part of the owner. He has a percentage. The owner, owner is is Shahid Khan. Shahid Khan, yes, I know, but he has a percentage of the team as an owner. He does. If you look under the. Yeah, I know he does, but the majority yeah. owner, like he is. Tony Khan essentially does Jack Wolf and Jaguars. Well, I'm pretty. He doesn't give a damn about the Jack. I mean, look, let's be real. His father gave him money to build a wrestling company, and he's done a great job. I mean, that's literally what. How, what are the actual percentages? A decent amount. I mean, look, when Shah Khan decides to, you know, sell or give it away, he might take it. But Alex, did you get a chance to see the GCW show? With the I did. Teams? I was very, very impressed with the match between uh, Alex Zane, uh, Ninja Mac, and Leo Rush. That by far was an amazing match. I mean, my favorite part in the matchup was when Alex Zane delivered a poison rana off Ninja Mac and flipped him over into the other side of the of the, of the ring. I thought that was cool. I mean, there was just so many different parts of that match that made sense. You know, and it was interesting because what the cool thing about the whole match was is that Leo wasn't supposed to, you know, he was added to the match, right? Yeah. Like he was added to the match. I I dig the Cardona match. Um, it's just so funny because they always have him win the big events. They mm-hmm. always have him win. And I think it's so smart on Lauderdale's part because he's like the massive douchebag heel, right? Like that's his role. And he loves it. I mean, you also have to remember when, when Cardona first came to WWE, he was a heel and he was in the edge hedge with uh, Brian Myers. Yeah. To me, I think he's a better heel. Yeah, he honestly. is. He is in my eyes. And to, I think it's kind of, like I said, to have Chelsea Green get involved too was great. I think it was perfect the way the way it happened. And then, of course, Thunder Rosa being there was great. Getting her to the match was was awesome. Held her own. So, Tony Khan is not an owner. So, I want you to guess what his actual title is. Oh, God. He's probably he's like... Jaguars. He's probably like the whole guy to, like, the, the owner or whatever the hell it is. Nope. What is he then? Tell me. Because I know Al- you were dying Al- to just say I was wrong. Al- Alex, do you want to guess? He's not going to guess. No, I want to say because I've never heard this. Tony Khan with the Jaguars? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Executive Vice President. Um, it's no. a made-up name, probably. That's what it is. sounds like, and I think it's very funny. <laughs> the Chief <laughs> Football Strategy Officer. Strategize what? They suck. <laughs> what did you strategize? should have been fired a long time ago. They have the fourth leading rusher in the NFL, the number one overall pick in the draft, and they suck. They can't even beat the Texans. <laughs> I think they're going to win this week, though. Who are they playing this week? I think they're playing the Lions. No. Huh? No, they're the not. Are... No, they're not. Dude. No, they're not. Um, hold on. The Lions aren't even a bad team. They've just had bad luck. That's true. They're playing Miami. Yeah, so they could win. They're the first team in NFL history, the Lions, to lose back-to-back weeks on a last-second field goal of 50-plus yards. It's never happened. Like, and by the way, the Dolphins' defense is too good for them to. They're not being the Dolphins. They don't have a good running defense. Does it? Listen, not against you, the run. You, you, stuck, you stack the box against James Robinson. That's what you do. I think stack they're going to run all over him. You stack the box, Miami. That's what you do. Dolphins will win. It'll be a close game. I think Miami won. 
Jacoby Brissett is better than what he's been playing. That's, that's my thing. But anyway, um, enough Jaguars talk because they suck. Um, pretty much, you know, listen, I'm going to be biased here. I'm allowed to be. I don't give a crap. The biggest thing for me at GCW, I mean, let's be real. They, I mean, they showed up. Mm-hmm. And they showed up. And they can do hardcore. They can do that. Dan yeah, Skippy, they can do it. We saw it firsthand, what? you and I, when we went to the Manhattan Mayhem against G.O.D. in the in the, uh, in the New York City street fight. They could go hardcore. I mean, dude, they fought each other on a freaking farm. They were legitimately punching each other. It's crazy. Again, as, as Papa Briscoe said, when they were younger, when they had fights, they would duke it out and end it. Let them yeah. go. Let them fight. And the Briscoe's challenging for the tag team belts. I think if you're Brett Lauderdale, you would be smart to let them win it. Because then they could go to Ring of Honor and show those belts. That's a big promotion. So you're getting publicity for your brand. Right? I think you'd be smart. Josh? Yes. Do you actually think more people watch Ring of Honor than GCW right now? I know, I know more people probably know Ring of Honor more than GCW right now, but probably not as many people. Who know, I don't think people watch either one of them that much, honestly. No, no. <laughs> a lot of people watch GCW right now. To have the Briscoes be one of your champions in your in your company, it would be yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Are you, Are you making tea? I am. Can I have some? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, you're a <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. You know, but to me, when I when I heard the brisk was coming out, that reminds me of William Regal when he used to have tea in front of him, or the time when somebody like peed in his cup and then put it down there. Yes, I remember yeah. that they used to do that back in the. Yep. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Alex, why are you thinking about pee now? You leave the kid alone. It's his birthday. No, it's not. It was yesterday. He's fairly him now. <laughs> that little tiny fudge packer up there. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you treat yourself to a public sandwich yesterday on your birthday? No. You're a dumbass. What about public chicken? <laughs> what about public chicken? No. No, yeah, you're the one that suggested, hey, rotisserie chicken, it's the way to go. It's the best <laughs> You get the buffalo chicken dip from there. You don't get the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I just thought GCW hit it out of the park over the weekend. Yeah, they, they, did, really, yeah. they really did. I mean, to get AEW involved, Ring of Honor involved. Um, genius on their part. Impact involved. And you know what? I, I saw Thunder Rosa at Comic-Con earlier that day. I had no idea she'd be there at GCW. I was shocked as can be. I mean, I... That's, you know... I guess it kind of makes sense, though, right? Like, because... I mean, look, Cardona was also at GCW, and he was at Car- Comic-Con, too. Yep. And is, is Cardona technically a full-time GCW guy? I, mean, I don't think so. I think he just... I don't think no, he he's not. He's been on every show, though, since he came came there. Oh, listen, he's as popular as can be. I mean, look, his... I, I think cool. he is probably the best heel today. You think he's better than MJF? Well, you know what it is? You know why? Because the I, I think the fan base is so much nastier than the regular fan base that 
He has a lot more heat there. He he, he just has so much more heat because he's such a like they're not like he, like they there's death threats towards him. And he goes with it. Like yeah, he does. I, I mean, he just goes. I mean, he beat their their son. He beat Nick Gage in a match. You know what I mean? Like he that's that's GCW's pride. Mm-hmm. And then he beat him in his in in in. In his home state, Nick Gage in New Jersey, and he, you know what I mean. And it was just to do that. It was like, I mean, that's that's as heelish as it gets. He was sick after that match. He had so much heat, man. He still does. Oh my, I, I love it. I think. He yeah, he great. got so much heat that night. I saw like fans trying to assault, trying to assault uh, yeah. Cordona. They were trying to punch him and kick him. And <laughs> security is like. Like pushing these people away and walking them out. I don't think I saw the heat that Cardona got that bad. Probably since, <laughs> probably since when Cena went to one night stand at ECW, and that, he, that's kept, like, and he, he, he kept throwing his T-shirt in the stands, and the fans kept throwing the shirt back of the ring, and what were they And they didn't want it. <laughs> were they chanting? Oh, I can't. Ch- I can't. T- I can't repeat what they were chanting at him. Never mind. No, or, no. Or no. the time Roman Reigns got so much heat that somebody. No, Alex, Alex, Alex. No, he killed it. He killed it. Someone took the money in the No, no, one briefcase and threw it at his head. No, no, no. No, Alex, Alex. John Cena. Go watch John Cena one night stand 2005 against Rob Van Dam. I've seen that. It's insane. John Cena legitimately tried to throw the shirt in the crowd three times, and all three times they threw it back at him. They didn't want it, and they had to have security lead him to the ring because he was going to get killed. He was legitimately going to, to die. And, you know, you look back on it, and I would say that's when you when you look at ECW, right? And GCW, wow. You know what I mean? It's like similar fan base. Mm-hmm. I think they're worse. Nut jobs. Like, they're nuts. I think they're worse. <laughs> what, the GCW and that, that crowd, yeah. I mean, you could say that. I mean, look, let's be real here. Brian Cubbett legitimately fought a real fan in an ECW show. I mean, I'm just saying, like, a fan tried to fight Brian Pillman. Yep, and then he ripped Buzz Johnson and showed it to everybody. Yeah. Like, a fan challenged him to a fight. (laughs) I don't know if GCW any fans are going to challenge Nick Gage to a fight or Matt Cardona to a fight. Nah. Matt Cardona, yeah. Look at the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the fan got killed against Pillman. Like Shane Douglas had to come out and save the guy. And Shane Douglas was a heel. Like <laughs> Shane Douglas broke kayfabe because Brian Pillman was going to really hurt the guy. Um, so it was like, you know, I mean, it's, you know what it is? I, I can't compare the two because it's a different time period. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's different. You know, it's just very different with the way the world is today. Let's be real. Here. The world today is a much sicker place than what it once was. People, there's sometimes a lot of Sometimes I like it, and sometimes I hate it. There's just a lot of hate. Sometimes it's fun to watch the craziness going on in the world. Uh, I, I, I enjoy chaos. I just, you know what? I just want this world that just at points to be safe. You know what I mean? Because when you know when you bring in like I'm bringing a child in my into this world, you know you want him to be safe mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You don't want anything to go wrong or stuff like that. And I just think like certain environments are like you know iffy. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, 
I would love to go to a GCW event. Would it be the kind of crowd I'd hang out with on a Saturday night? No. Absolutely freaking not. (laughs) I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I have friends that go to like almost every GCW show that's in this area. Oh, but they're probably sane. They're one of the few sane people. Are they not? I've seen somebody at GCW. Oh, no, you're not helping their cause, so it's you know. No, but you did, <laughs> I did see somebody give somebody a chair from the crowd. Well, that's always. I mean, look, GCW. Go watch GCW. I mean, look, people used to give New Jack weapons all the time. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 call it like it is, right? But listen, the GCW fan base and to get a legend like Mick Foley to show up too was awesome. Um, that was a huge thing. To have that because I think that shows that Mick yep, Foley is a hardcore wrestling no matter what brand or company it is. To me, um, for him to hold the championship belt right before Gage and Moxley, which is a, it's one of the, it's not the biggest match GCW's ever had mm-hmm. in their in their company. Yep, you're you're getting a big, um, a big name in Moxley coming back to his original roots. And you have Nick Gage, who's as over as can be right now in the wrestling industry, um, ever since, obviously, his uh, Dark Side of the Ring stuff and people finding out that he went on AEW and everything like that. So, to me, I think GCW hit this weekend out of the park. What they did was they took people from Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor, that Forbidden Door, opened it up and said, come on in. And the relationships are going to help them moving forward. And you wonder what impact AEW. So far, uh, AEW's had Nick Gage on their show, which was great for them. And to me, I think it's going to benefit all those brands going forward. One would like to think. I just thought it was it, it was a great show that night. I thought it hit. It really did. And then to get the announcement of the Hammerstein Ballroom show in January. Mm-hmm. This, this is huge for GCW. This is something that in a million years you never would have thought they would have been going to in the Manhattan Center. This is huge for them to be right in the center. You know what I'm saying? The Manhattan is right outside of Penn Station when you leave. It's right there. Yep. So it is, is great for them. Um, and I think they're going to kill the New York show. And I think they're going to yeah. be back in the future. I do. hope so. They're, oh, they 100%. Well, that crowd is going to sell that place out in a minute. They're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to they'll probably do the meet and greets. They'll do all that stuff. Um and everything like that. Let them get into new, the New York area. All right, so we're going to take a break. Hoping when we come back, Lyle's roof doesn't collapse on him or whatever that noise was. I don't know what that was. He looked a little nervous. My chair hit my desk. <laughs> no, I have a lamp on top of my old computer that I used to give my screen light. So it looks like halfway decent behind me. And it shook pretty good. It's, it, it stopped. But there won't be a fireball today. Oh, good. Knock on wood. Okay. No, no, we're saving any of those things for like when it's my turn. Okay. Remember, you said I could. You, Lyle said I could hit him with a life tube. <laughs> <laughs> he said I could. And Jillian is a testament to her witness being there when he agreed to it. He said I could hit him with a life tube. We'll make it happen. I'll go to the <laughs> and we'll do it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it on Saturday over the weekend or something. Okay. Look at him! Look at him! Look at him! Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> throw, throw throw a pizza cutter in there while you're at it. He's like so soon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Are you crazy? 
My wife is going to come on and be like, what the fuck? I just want to get on the couch. <laughs> to say he asked, but yeah, that's another thing I got to deal with. By the way, lead, I got to clean up. Like, I mean, who has time for that, really? Like, that's the thing. Like, I forget, like, we need to get, like, you know the paint tarps? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get those things. You got to put them out outside. Because I don't want blood on my yard, either. I don't want that. You know? Everything like that. But we'll get into that another time. But when we come back, uh, Alex is going to give us a G1 update. We're going to get into this week in wrestling history. And he has to talk MLW. Because remember, MLW also had their big show on uh, Vice the other night. Um, if you saw it after Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. So after Dark Side of the Ring, they had their, their episode that I got to watch, which was really fun to watch. That was the first time I saw MLW on TV. So that was really cool. By the way, Alexander Hammerstone is freaking amazing. Um, oh, great. We'll that. And then we'll get to our finishing move. All that when we come back. This is the world, this is off the mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Rest in peace. Welcome to the Shield of Justice. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Oh, it's true. Now, welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. We are back right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Off the Mat. Joining you every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WSRN with Alex Lowe's, Lyle Gillen, Speed I'm Josh Silverberg. There's a lot Alex is going to give us this segment. One and a W. You got this week in wrestling history. Alex, you got three, three segments here, kid. Yep. So, All right, ready uh, to do this? And yep, MLW Fightland results. Uh, the first match was Mads Kruger of uh, Contra defeated Dr. Dax. Dr. Dax, I actually know he is a trainer and promoter for Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. So that's how I know him. And then the singles match, Alex Kane. Alex Kane with King Moe defeated Warhorse. And then MLW Opera Cup match. First round, Calvin Tankman defeated Matt Cross. Bobby Fish defeated Lee Morality. And then Davey Richards Richards defeated Filthy Tom Lawler. And TJP defeated Alex Shelley. In-ring segment, Lost Parts and 5150 ended up brawling over the 2300, all over the 2300 arena. With Homicide revealed as the new member of the faction. Yeah, so ho- ho- Homicide's uh, a, new, a, new, a new member of Lost Parts. So, my question... And then for- singles match, Nicole, Nicole Savoy defeated Holly Dean. Fatal four-way match for the MLW Middleweight Championship. Tajiri defeated Myron Reed. Saw that. Ruiz and Aramis to become the new champion. In-ring segment, Cesar Duran came to the ring. However, lost parts in 5150. Continued their brawl once again around the ringside area before being broken broken apart by Atlas Security. MLW Opera Cup 2021 semifinal match. Calvin Tankman defeated Alex Alex Kane, substitute for TJP. A casket match for the IWA Caribbean Championship. No Mertes with Katrina defeated Filthy Tom Lawler. 12-man survival elimination match. EJ Nudaka, Savio Vega, from the Attitude Era, Savio Vega, 
the Blue Meanie, Richard Holiday, Zen Shi, and Warhorse defeated King Mo, Gino Medina, Kevin Koo, Casey Navarro, I Quarrel Quan, and Beastman. And then MLW Opera Cup semifinal match, Davey Richards defeated Bobby Fish. Tag team match, Sea Stars, Ashley Vox, and Demi Exo defeated Zoe Sky and Willow Nightangle. Uh, title versus title match for the MLW Heavyweight Championship and MLW National Openweight Championship. Alexander Hammerstone defeated Jacob Fatu to become the new MLW Heavyweight Champion. Did you say La Rebellion was there? Who? La Rebellion. Mm, La Rebellion. Did I hear you say that name or no? No. Okay. I, 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 I heard did. the Sea Stars were there. I like that. Yeah. One. Was I, there, I, was was Hurst there too? Nope. So who was it? So you said who was there? Bastia, you said. Yeah, and then uh, Savio Vega was there. So Bastia six 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 was there, huh? Mm-hmm. The one with the skeleton face, right? Yep. He's the man. Him and Mecca, him and Mecca Wolf are awesome, by the way. They're they're, uh, they're, they're currently the NWA Tag Team Champions. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, my, I would say my favorite match from this whole card, I would say my top three matches would be the MLW title versus title match, the 12-man survival elimination match, and then uh, the Opera Cup semifinal match. I bet you you don't – who do you think is the original founder of La Rebellion? He's in WWE. Oh, not sure. Hey, Mr. Nope. Alex? Um, he said he's in WWE. I can't really, th I'm trying to think of who it could be. I'm not really sure, to be honest. Angel Garza. I forgot he existed. Yep. Angel Garza was the I'm original. I'm trying to think of Spanish there. people. <laughs> WWE. And I'm like, you know. Isn't that crazy? He was yeah, is crazy. Yeah, is now the leader of it. Um, and there's actually a really cool Bastia 666 shirt on, um, on um, Amazon. There's a really cool one that I saw. But, uh, what surprised um, me was Tajiri winning the middleweight championship. So was I. I, saw I that was good. very surprised by that. Yeah, I didn't see that happening, but I guess it's a good kind of feel-good moment um, per se, for sure. But So, Alex, what you got on the G1 right now, man? Uh, the updated G1 current standings. Block A. Kota Ibushi is at 12. Kenta is at 10. ZSJ is at 10. Shingo is at 10. Great Okan is at 8. Tomoro Ishii is at 8. Toru Yano is at 8. Tangaloa is at 4. Yurjiro is at 4. And Naito is still at 0 because he's obviously hurt and out of the tournament. Uh, Block B, Jeff Cobb is at 12. Okada is at 12. Evil is at 10. Hiroshi Tanahashi is at 6. Sonata at 4. Tai Chi at 4. Yoshihashi at four, Goto at four, Chase Owens is at two, and Tama Tonga at two. And if you notice, they've started promoting uh, the Wrestle Kingdom show for the 50th anniversary of the yep. and so mm -hmm. they've started promoting it. Um, do, again, I am... And me and Lyle talked about this last last week. We both feel it's going to be Okada that's going to go to the, the, the final. I mean, look, I think you have to go with what's worked, right? Like, yeah. there's desperate need of it. Like, it's just... I mean, like, Jay White's not there. Will Ospreay's not there. Those guys aren't there. 
So it's, I think you gotta go with what got you to the dance in the first place. And Okada mm-hmm. is one of the reasons that they're where Absolutely. they are. Um, I love Shingo. I think he's great. I don't think he's the face of a, of a, of a company. No. Um, so to me, you know, um, when I when when I when I see Okada and everything like that, I think he's he's the golden goose. Yep. Freaking Okada. That's what I'm saying. So that's he's why the I, golden goose of all. Wrestling. I mean, he hasn't held the championship. He makes it rain. How many years has it? I, oh, probably like oh. It's been about two years, I think, since he last held yeah. the championship. He's gonna win it back. I feel it's gonna come down to either uh, Great Okan and Okada, or it could be Kota Ibushi and Okada. Like they've tried Ibushi, they tried Osprey, they've tried Shingo, they tried Evil. Like I get they've tried to expand their roster and be different. Um, which look, they have a very talented roster, but Okada hasn't held the belt in like two years. No, so Okada definitely needs to win. Like it yeah. wouldn't make sense if he didn't win the tournament. Yeah, like and they need something. They need a spark. They really do, because they're lagging right now, um, and everything like that. So, but to me, um, wait, what's and- the longest match on here in this card? This like uh, scorecard so far. Let's see, see if I can find the longest one. What for the G one? Yeah. Is that what you're done with that? You got you got it this week in wrestling history, right, Alex? Yep. Oh, it says Okada's match was 29 minutes and 36 seconds. Well, he could go. That's the thing. So that's probably the longest one there because I don't see any other time that's gotten past that. I'm just curious. So I guess you would say what it would be Okada Shingo. Yep. Um, night two. Or what they do what they did last year, where like maybe somebody challenges and then like the winner faces the winner the next night. Yeah. Do that whole thing. Like does like Zack Saber Jr. maybe do that instead of like what Jay Lethal did last year. Was that last year? The two-nighter? That was last year. Yes, that was last year. Oh, uh, speaking of Jay Lethal, I was watching... Uh, oh, Jay interview. White, I meant to say Jay White. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, I got you saying about yes. Yeah, it's Jay Lethal. Like, his impressions of uh, of uh, Macho Man and Ric Flair are like... One of the Ric Flair one is one of the best segments ever. Yeah, yeah. creepy yeah, spot like, on. Creepy spot I mean, on. It was, he it does was, it perfectly. Yeah, oh, he does. God, it was perfect. Um, all right, Alex, what you got for this week in wrestling history, man? This week I have WWE Monday Night Raw, October 12th, 1998. Okay, here we go. From the NYBC Live Arena, Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. There we go. Hey, Nassau Coliseum. Yep. Attendance, 10,632. The first mu- the first match was Billy Gunn and Road Dog, the New Age Outlaws, defeated... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, what was the date of this? October 12th, he said. Yeah, October 12th. 1998? Yeah. I might have been at that show. Billy Gunn and Road Dog defeated <laughs> Draws. No, and- you weren't allowed to watch it, remember? Oh, uh, 98, I could. It was after that. Oh, show let, let us know if you recognize any... Anymore. Recognize the, mat- the cards on his... Yeah. The match on the card. Yeah. Billy Gunn and Road Dog defeated Draws and Road Warrior Animal. Uh-huh. Ken Shamrock defeated Steve Blackman, the lethal weapon, as they called him. Number three, Val Venus defeated Mark Merrow. Yep, wild man, Mark Merrow. No, I didn't go to this one. Never mind. It was 90, 97 I went. 1997 I went. Uh, number four was Mankind defeated Mark Henry. Five, X-Pac defeated Jeff Jarrett. 
Number six, Ken Shamrock defeated Val Venus. Number seven, X Pac defeated Mankind. Yep. Ken Shamrock defeated X Pac for the WWF Intercontinental title. And the last match, the main event, Steve Austin and The Rock ended in a draw between Kane and The Undertaker. Interesting. It would have been better if it was like uh, they won by DQ. If they, it was like if it ended by DQ and like nobody won. Let's see, ninety-eight thousand. The Rock started becoming a face. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Undertaker came returning heels because they were working for Vince. Mm-hmm. Okay. The corporation. Yep. No, not even a corporation. That was just uh, they were working for Vince. Now the corp, the corporate mystery did, definitely didn't happen yet. No, um, and Kane was a part yeah, of the corporate. I feel like mystery. that was, was a failure. The corporate mystery. It was, oh, yeah. it was an absolute failure. <laughs> it was an absolute failure. It, was, it definitely did not work. I mean, but it was. I, I thought the coolest part was when they brought Steve Austin. When I think it brought Austin to the uh, funeral home. And tried to cut him open, and then yeah. Kane showed up. But then you hear it's so funny. Like you hear Kane in the background, you hear like a like an explosion hits. <laughs> it's like like a car crash ran through the funeral home. It sounded like. It was so dramatic. But um, listen, Attitude Era, man. Yeah, the Attitude Era is like the best era of WWE. Oh, 100%. It was definitely um, the – I'd say that – I'd supposed to say this Ruthless Aggression was pretty damn good too. I know. Ruthless Aggression was so much better. Oh, it's so close to say. So I want to ask your opinion. Yeah. Best wrestling – in the nineties. In the nineties, oh, oh, was that one match I I I, I saw a long time ago? Got you mean going. best wrestling company or best? What company put on the best wrestling? Okay, that's the easy WCW. I would say WCW, yeah. And from ninety six to ninety eight, they were legit. I mean, they legitimately they sunk you in. Yep. Because let's be real here, the NWO, you legitimately thought they were like a real group. Like they were yeah. real like hoodlums, you know? Like, no disrespect to DX, but DX was like a funny, no rules kind of the thing. Cr- like, the- NWO actually beat the crap out of people. The correct yeah, answer. brawls against the four horsemen. The correct answer is not WWE or WCW. You say ECW. Nope. What then? It's uh, Four Pillars of Heaven, of heaven in Old Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, that is the answer. That didn't exist to me when I was like seven years old, so there you go. Doesn't mean uh, it's not the best. No. Um, but to me, like I said. Well, the, yeah, w, WCW was like the the leader between like 90, like 94 and 96. Like, no, 96 and 98. Yeah. They were, they were, they were. They were headed, yeah. I mean, they were there. In American, sure. But in old yeah, in America, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. No, yeah I was watching, I was watching was one of that Wars documentary. And, uh, you know, I, we, so remember when WCW uh, used to announce at, like, the main event of WWE's matches, like, two weeks in advance? Like, they'd read it out on a show. Like, they would know, like, what's going to happen. They would, like, give away the results. And, like, uh, they gave away the result of, like, Mankind beating beating The Rock for the WWF title. And that kind of rubbed uh, McFoley the wrong way. Like, McFoley got really upset about that. Because he, he done everything. Because he done everything. It helped 
it helped WWE later on when Tony Schiavone did that whole thing. Yeah. You know I'm saying it helped because then they got people to tune in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it kind of hurt. You know, that's why I think Tony Schiavone's new book, uh, they'll put butts in the seat. That's why it's called that. Because it was meant to make a mockery of what he did. Mm-hmm. And again, he was told to make fun of it by Eric Bischoff. Yeah, he was. You know, it wasn't anything like that. But it is now time for a finishing move. Alex, you're up first, man. Uh, my finishing move is I saw a magazine in Publix. It is uh, the new PWI Insider Magazine for December 2021. And again, Kenny Omega is number one in that magazine, and he's on the front cover of it. So that's pretty cool. Lyle, yours. I am not a fan of Tony Khan doing the war cry on Twitter about SmackDown being on the show. I think that one them being uh, live and um, <clears throat> SmackDown being on Fox Sports 1, I think that AEW will have a higher number in the demographic, but I just don't think there was a need for it this time. It was. I I, I wish it would have been. I think I think it would, we would have had the same numbers even if he didn't do it. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fair to say. Listen, this goes back to even when Cody did the thing at um, the were nothing but the throne, the Triple H thing. I have no issue with that. Uh, I Triple didn't. H, like that. Tri- Triple H threw a shot beforehand. That's fine. I don't know. I, I I say just you know, listen. I think they both screwed up. Triple H shouldn't have said what he said, and I don't think Cody had to do what he did. It was, you know, whatever. I mean, it was it was cool. It got the crowd excited, but, you know, I think everybody just needs to know their place. That's all, you know. Worry about your own brands. That's how I look at it. Now, look, Triple H isn't even in charge of his brand anymore. So, you know. Yeah. Um, My finishing move is an exciting weekend for wrestling. You know, I, I'm curious what SmackDown does this week. You got... Um, also, even with AEW, um, doing their stuff on Friday and Saturday, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm curious how this all ends up and everything like that, um, and it works out. Uh, like I said, I know Crown Jewel is up in the next uh, week. So, you know, like I said, on paper, the, the, the pay-per-view looks really good. But the problem is, it's like literally you're having Brock Roman and you're having... Seth and Edge and Hell in a Cell. Like, the American fans would thrive to have that instead of mm-hmm. getting it in Saudi Arabia. Like, and it pisses me off. because that's I thought that they were having it on, on SmackDown. No, what, the Hell in a Cell? Yeah. No, it's going to be no, on Saudi Arabia. No, they moved it to Saudi Arabia. Was it originally supposed to be on SmackDown? I don't know. I think he just challenged them on SmackDown, but I don't think they ever said when or where. Mm-hmm. Um... I assumed it was going to be SmackDown because then they said they were going to have the Super SmackDown. So that would be stupid that they're doing this because it's not like having a big giant main event. Well, that's the thing, though, because that's the thing, and you're having you're going to have you're having Brock, you're having Brock and Roman, Roman. And, and even Biggie and McIntyre is still a pretty good match. So like these are these are matches that the fans. I like Drew. That's just my thing, and plus Biggie's awesome. I, I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not crazy about Biggie. Really, Biggie's taking over, man. And he's been really good in the ring the last since he's he's really good in the ring lately. He's never really done much for me. I think what WWE's doing with Crown Jewel is stupid. I think yeah, it's it taking away from the American fan base, the fans that pay their money. Not only that, but you're having the show during the day. 
on a weekday, on a work day. Yeah. Like, who's watching? Who's watching? Nobody. Who's going to have time to watch? Unless you're like, I don't know, unless you could sneak in like a cubicle and like watch at work, like on mute. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you could do it that way and everything like that. So to me, I think uh, when you look at the situation, I think WWE really screwed up with this crown jewel thing. But again, Vince wants the money, right? It's what he he doesn't care about the fans. He just wants his money. That's always all, yeah. That's all that matters. As long as the fans can line his pockets, that's it. I mean, that's really what it comes down <laughs> to with Vince Man. I mean, it's always been the, the problem with Vince McMahon is he doesn't give a crap about the fan base things. Even when the fans beg for something, he never has done it. He hasn't done it in the last fourteen years. 15 years, 15 years, whatever, <laughs> and everything like that. So to me, um, look, I think, um, like I said, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Seth Edge, Hell in a Cell, to do it at Crown Jewel and not at like Survivor Series or something. It would be so much better at Survivor Series. It would be better at Barclays Center. Yeah. Get it at Barclays Center. The fans are going to be crazy. They're already selling out the place. I think. And then you have the five-on-five Survivor Series elimination match. But do they really do those anymore? I mean, they did like three years ago. I don't know. If well, they I mean, look, I know that they're doing SmackDown vs. Raw again. They're doing that again. Um, like, they're doing that again. Um, and to, to me, I think, you know... When you do something like that, like, I don't know. Like, you know it's going to be Big E versus Roman, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know that's going to be at Survivor Series. That's probably going to be the main event. And Roman's probably going to win. I mean, Roman's probably not losing till WrestleMania. I don't know who he's facing or he's going to face, but we'll see. You know? I don't know. That's it for our show. Listen. Great show tonight. Lots to banter about. Lots to talk about. It was a fun show for sure. I had a great time being back with a normal computer. Um, again, I'm sorry I wasn't able to be there last week. I had a personal issue that I had to take care of mm-hmm. um, and everything like that. So I do apologize, but I heard you guys had a great interview. Um, I checked it out. I got to watch it. It was good stuff. And uh, like I said, you know, very fun, very good. And like I said, See back in next week, for sure. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy your wrestling. For Lyle Gill, for Alex Lowe, for Speedy Petey, I'm Josh Soberg. This is Off the Mound, the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Tune in again next week. Have a great rest of your week, guys. Enjoy the wrestling. Kenny Omega, what do you have to say? I must beat you, a Jew. So stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye. And good night. Thank you for listening to Off The Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.